0: Section seven of radioactive substances. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Availle in September two thousand and ten. Radioactive Substances by Marie Curie. Chapter three. Radiation of the new radioactive substances. Part three. Penetrating power of the radiation of radioactive bodies. Since the beginning of the researches on radioactive bodies, investigations of the absorption produced by different screens upon the rays given off by these bodies have been carried on. In a previous paper on this subject, I gave figures, quoted at the beginning of this work, representing the penetrating power of uranium and thorium rays. Mr. Rutherford has made a special study of the radiation of uranium and proved it to be heterogeneous. Mr. Owens has arrived at the same results for thorium rays. When the discovery of strongly radioactive bodies immediately followed upon this, the penetrating power of their rays was also studied by various physicists Becquerel, Meyer and von Schweidler, Curie, Rutherford. The first observations brought to light the complexity of the radiation, which seems to be a general phenomenon and common to the radioactive bodies in them we have sources which give rise to a variety of radiations each of which has a power of penetration proper to itself radioactive bodies emit rays which are propagated both in the air and in vacuo the propagation is rectilinear this fact is proved by the distinctness and shape of the shadows formed by interposing bodies opaque to the radiation between the source and the sensitive plate or fluorescent screen which serves as receiver, the source being of small magnitude in comparison with its distance from the receiver. Various experiments demonstrating the rectilinear propagation of uranium, radium and polonium rays have been made by M. Becquerel. It is interesting to know the distance that rays can travel in air. We have found that radium emits rays which can be detected in the air at a distance of several meters from the source. In certain of our electrical determinations, the action of the source upon the air of the condenser made itself felt at a distance of between two and three meters. We have also obtained fluorescent effects and radiographic impressions at similar distances. The experiments are not easily carried out, except with very intense radioactive sources, because, independently of the absorption by the air, the action upon a given receiver varies inversely as the square of the distance from a source of small dimensions. This radiation, which travels a long distance in the case of radium, comprises rays of the cathode kind and rays which are undeflected. However, the deflected rays predominate, according to the results of the experiments already mentioned. The greater part of the radiation, alpha rays, is, on the contrary, limited in air to a distance of about seven centimeters from the source. I made several experiments with radium enclosed in a little glass vessel. The rays emerging from the vessel, after traversing a certain space of air, were received in a condenser. Which served to measure their ionizing capacity by the usual electrical method, the distance d from the source to the condenser was varied, and the current of saturation i obtained at the condenser was measured. The following are the results of one of the series of determinations d ten centimeters i one hundred twenty seven i times d squared times 10 to the minus 3 13 d 20 centimeters i 38 i times d squared times 10 to the minus 3 15 d 30 centimeters i 17.4 i times d squared times 10 to the minus 3 16 d 40 centimeters I ten point five I times D squared times ten to the minus three seventeen D fifty centimeters I six point nine I times D squared times ten to the minus three seventeen D sixty centimeters I four point seven I times D squared times ten to the minus three seventeen D seventy centimeters, I three point eight, I times D squared, times ten to the minus three, nineteen, D one hundred centimeters, I one point six five, I times D squared, times ten to the minus three, seventeen. After a certain distance, the intensity of radiation varies inversely as the square of the distance from the condenser. The radiation of polonium is only propagated in air to a distance of a few centimeters, four to six centimeters, from the source of radiation. In the case of the absorption of radiations by solid screens, we find another fundamental difference between radium and polonium. Radium emits rays capable of penetrating great thicknesses of solid matter, for example, several centimeters of lead or of glass. The rays which have passed through a great thickness of a solid body are extremely penetrating, and it is practically impossible to absorb them entirely by any material whatever. But these rays form only a small fraction of the total radiation, the greater part of which is absorbed by a slight thickness of solid matter. Polonium emits rays which are readily absorbed and which can only pass through extremely thin screens. The following are figures showing the absorption produced by an aluminium lamina of thickness 0.01 millimeter. This lamina was placed above and almost in contact with the substance. The direct radiation and that transmitted by the aluminium were measured by the electrical method. Apparatus of figure 1. The current of saturation was practically obtained in every case. I have represented the activity of the radiating body by A, that of uranium being unity. Chloride of barium and radium. A 57. Fraction of radiation transmitted 0.32. Bromide of barium and radium, A43, fraction of radiation transmitted, 0.30. Chloride of barium and radium, A1200, fraction of radiation transmitted, 0.30. Sulfate of barium and radium, A5000, fraction of radiation transmitted, 0.29. Sulfate of barium and radium, A, 10,000, fraction of radiation transmitted, 0.32. Metallic bismuth and polonium, fraction of radiation transmitted, 0.22. Compounds of uranium, fraction of radiation transmitted, 0.20. Compounds of thorium in a thin layer, fraction of radiation transmitted 0.38. We see that radium compounds of different nature and activity give very similar results, as I have already pointed out in the case of uranium and thorium compounds at the beginning of this work. We see also that, taking into account the whole of the radiation, and with a given absorbent screen, the different radioactive bodies can be arranged in the following decreasing order of penetrating power, thorium, radium, polonium, uranium. These results are similar to those which have been published by Mr. Rutherford. Mr. Rutherford also finds that the order is the same when air is the absorbent substance but it is probable that this order has no absolute value and would not be maintained independently of the nature and thickness of the screen experiment shows indeed that the law of absorption is very different for polonium and radium and that for the latter the absorption of the rays of each of the three groups must be considered separately polonium is particularly well adapted to the study of alpha rays because the specimens which we possess emit no other kinds of rays. I made a preliminary series of experiments with extremely active, recently prepared specimens of polonium. I found the absorbability of the rays to increase with increase of thickness of the matter traversed. This singular law of absorption is contrary to that known for other kinds of radiation. I employed for this research our apparatus for the determination of electrical conductivity arranged in the following manner. The two plates of a condenser PP and P Eight, are horizontally disposed in a metallic box BBBB connected to earth. The active body A placed in a thick metallic box CCCC connected with the plate P prime, prime, acts upon the air of the condenser across a metallic sheet, T. The rays which pass through the sheet are alone utilized for producing the current, the electric field being limited by the sheet. The distance AT of the active body from the sheet may be varied. The field between the plates is established by means of a battery. By placing in A upon the active body different screens, and by adjusting the distance AT, the absorption of rays which travel long or short distances in the air may be determined. The following are the results obtained with polonium. For a certain value of the distance AT, 4 centimeters and more, no current passes, the rays do not penetrate the condenser. When the distance AT is diminished, the appearance of the rays in the condenser is manifested somewhat suddenly, a weak current changing to one of considerable strength for a slight diminution of distance. The current then increases regularly as the active body continues to approach the sheet T. When the active body is covered with a sheet of aluminium, one one-hundredth millimeter thick, the absorption produced by the lamina becomes greater the greater the distance at if a second similar lamina of aluminium be placed upon the first each absorbs a fraction of the radiation it receives and this fraction is greater for the second lamina than for the first in the following table I have represented in the first line the distances in centimeters between the polonium and the sheet T, in the second line the percentage of the rays transmitted by a sheet of aluminium, in the third line the percentage of the rays transmitted by two sheets of the same aluminium. Distance AT 3.5 centimeters. percentage of rays transmitted by one lamina, zero percentage of rays transmitted by two laminae zero distance a t two point five centimeters percentage of rays transmitted by one lamina zero percentage of rays transmitted by two laminae zero distance a t one point nine centimeters percentage of rays transmitted by one lamina five percentage of rays transmitted by two laminae 0. Distance AT 1.45. Percentage of rays transmitted by 1 lamina, 10. Percentage of rays transmitted by 2 laminae, 0. Distance AT 0.5. Percentage of rays transmitted by 1 lamina, 25. Percentage of rays transmitted by 2 laminae, 0.7. In these experiments, the distance of the plates P and p prime was three centimeters. We see that the interposition of the aluminium screen diminishes the intensity of the radiation to a greater degree at further distances than at nearer distances. This effect is still more marked than the preceding figures seem to indicate for a distance of zero point five centimeters twenty five per cent represents the mean penetration for all the rays which pass beyond this distance. if, for example, only those rays between zero point five centimeters and one centimeters be comprehended, the penetration would be greater and If the plate p be placed at a distance of zero point five centimeters from p prime, the fraction of the radiation transmitted by the aluminium lamina for A T equals 0.5 centimeters, is 47%, and through two laminae, it is 5% of the original radiation. I have recently performed a second series of experiments with these same specimens of polonium, the activity of which was considerably diminished, the interval of time between the two series of experiments being three years. In the former experiments polonium nitrite was used. In the latter, the polonium was in the state of metallic particles, obtained by fusing the nitride with potassium cyanide. I found that the radiation of polonium had preserved its essential characteristics, and I discovered new results. The following, for different values of the distance a t, are the fractions of the radiation transmitted by a screen composed of four superposed very thin leaves of beaten aluminium. Distance a t zero percentage of rays transmitted by the screen seventy six distance a t one point five centimeters percentage of rays transmitted by the screen sixty six distance a t centimeters percentage of rays transmitted by the screen thirty nine i also found that the fraction of the radiation absorbed by a given screen increases with the thickness of the material already traversed by the radiation but this only occurs after the distance a t has reached a certain value when this distance is zero the polonium being in contact with the sheet, either outside or inside the condenser, it is observed that with several similar superposed screens, each absorbs the same fraction of the radiation it receives. Otherwise expressed, the intensity of the radiation diminishes, therefore, according to an exponential law as a function of the thickness of the material traversed, as in the case of homogeneous radiation transmitted by the lamina without changing its nature. The following numerical results are given with reference to these experiments. For a distance AT equal to 1.5 centimeters, a thin aluminium screen transmits the fraction 0.51 of the radiation it receives when acting alone, and the fraction 0.34 of the radiation it receives when it is preceded by another similar screen. On the contrary, for a distance At equal to zero, the same screen transmits in both the cases considered the same fraction of the radiation it receives, and this fraction is equal to 0.71. It is therefore greater than in the preceding case. The following numbers indicate for a distance At equal to zero, and for a succession of thin superposed screens, the ratio of the radiation transmitted to the radiation received for each screen. Series of nine very thin copper leaves. 0.72, 0.78, 0.75, 0.77, 0.70, Zero point seven seven, zero point six nine, zero point seven nine, zero point six eight. Series of seven very thin aluminium leaves zero point six nine, zero point nine four, zero point nine five, zero point nine one, zero point nine two, zero point nine three, zero point nine one. Taking into account the difficulties of the manipulation of very thin screens and of the superposition of screens in contact, the numbers of each column may be looked upon as constant. The first number only of the aluminium column indicates a greater absorption than that indicated by the following numbers. The alpha rays of radium behave similarly to the rays of polonium. These rays may be investigated almost isolated by deflecting to one side the beta rays with the magnetic field. The gamma rays seem of slight importance in comparison with the alpha rays. The operation can only be carried on at some distance from the source of radiation. The following are the results of an experiment of this kind: the fraction of the radiation transmitted by a lamina of aluminium 0.01 millimeter thick. Is measured this screen was placed always in the same position above and at a little distance from the source of radiation with the apparatus of figure five, the current produced in the condenser for different values of the distance ad is observed both with and without the screen distance ad six centimeters percentage of rays transmitted by the aluminium three distance ad five point one centimeters percentage of rays transmitted by the aluminium seven distance ad three point four centimeters percentage of rays transmitted by the aluminium twenty four the rays which travel furthest in the air are those most absorbed by the aluminium there is therefore a great similarity between the absorbable alpha rays of radium and the rays of polonium the deflected beta rays and the undeflected penetrating gamma rays are on the contrary of a different nature the experiments notably of messrs meyer and von schweidler clearly show that considering the radiation of radium as a whole The penetrating power of this radiation increases with the thickness of the material traversed, as is the case of Röntgen rays. In these experiments, the alpha rays produce scarcely any effect, being for the most part suppressed by very thin absorbent screens. Those which penetrate are, on the one hand, beta rays more or less scattered, on the other hand, gamma rays, which appear similar to Röntgen rays. The following are the results of some of my experiments on the subject the radium is enclosed in a glass vessel the rays which emerge from the vessel traverse thirty centimetres of air and are received upon a series of glass plates each of thickness one point three millimetres the first plate transmits forty nine per cent of the radiation it receives the second transmits eighty four per cent of the radiation it receives the third transmits 85% of the radiation it receives in another series of experiments the radium was enclosed in a glass vessel placed 10 centimeters from the condenser which received the rays a series of similar screens of lead each 0.115 millimeter thick were placed on the vessel the ratio of the radiation transmitted to the radiation received is given for each of the successive screens by the following numbers 0.40, 0.60, 0.72, 0.79, 0.89, 0.92, 0.94, 0.94, 0.97. For a series of four screens of lead, each of which was 1.5 millimeters thick the ratio of the radiation transmitted to the radiation received was given for the successive screens by the following numbers 0.09 0.78 0.84 0.82 the results of these experiments show that when the thickness of the lead traversed increases from zero point one millimeters to six millimeters the penetrating power of the radiation increases i found that under the experimental conditions mentioned a screen of lead one point eight centimeters thick transmits two per cent of the radiation it receives a screen of lead five point three centimeters thick transmits 0.4% of the radiation it receives. I also found that the radiation transmitted by a thickness of lead of 1.5 millimeters consists largely of rays capable of deflection, cathode order. The latter are therefore capable of traversing not only great distances in the air, but also considerable thicknesses of very absorbent solids, such as lead. In investigating with the apparatus of figure 2, the absorption exercised by an aluminium screen 0.01 millimeter thick, upon the total radiation of radium, the screen being always placed at the same distance from the radiating body, and the condenser being placed at a variable distance, AD, the results obtained are the sum of those due to the three groups of the radiation. At a long distance, the penetrating rays predominate, and the absorption is slight. At a short distance, the alpha rays predominate, and the absorption becomes less, with nearer approach to the substance. For an intermediate distance, the absorption passes through a maximum, and the penetration through a minimum. Distance AD 7.1 centimeters. Percentage of rays transmitted by aluminium 91 Distance AD six point five centimeters percentage of rays transmitted by aluminium eighty two distance AD six centimeters percentage of rays transmitted by aluminium fifty eight distance AD five point one centimeters percentage of rays transmitted by aluminium forty one distance AD three point four centimeters percentage of rays transmitted by aluminium forty eight certain experiments made in connection with absorption always demonstrate a certain similarity between the alpha rays and the beta rays thus it was that m becquerel discovered that the absorbent action of a solid screen upon the beta rays increases with the distance of the screen from the source Such that, if the rays are subjected to a magnetic field, as in figure 4, a screen placed in contact with the source of radiation allows a larger portion of the magnetic spectrum to be in evidence than does the same screen placed upon the photographic plate. This variation of the absorbent effect of the screen with the distance of the screen from the source is similar to that which occurs with the alpha rays. This has been verified by Messrs Meyer and von Schweidler, who operated by means of the fluoroscopic method M Curie and I observed the same fact when working by the electrical method. However, when the radium is enclosed in a glass tube and placed at a distance from the condenser, which is itself enclosed in a thin aluminium box it becomes a matter of indifference whether the screen be placed against the source or against the condenser. The current obtained is the same in both cases. The investigation of the alpha rays led me to the reflection that these rays behave like projectiles having a certain initial velocity and which lose their force on encountering obstacles. These rays, moreover, travel by rectilinear propagation, as has been shown by M. Becquerel in the following experiment. Polonium emitting rays was placed in a very narrow, straight cavity hollowed in a sheet of cardboard. Thus a linear source of radiation was produced. A copper wire 1.5 millimeters in diameter was placed parallel and opposite to the source at a distance of 4.9 millimeters beyond was placed a parallel photographic plate at a distance of eight point six five millimeters after an exposure of ten minutes the geometric shadow of the wire was perfectly reproduced with a narrow penumbra corresponding to the size of the source the same experiment succeeded equally well when a double leaf of beaten aluminium was placed against the wire through which the rays must pass there are therefore rays capable of giving perfect geometric shadows. The experiment with the aluminium shows, that these rays are not scattered in traversing the screen, and that this screen does not give rise to any noticeable extent to secondary rays similar to the secondary rays of the Röntgen rays. The experiments of Mr. Rutherford show, that the projectiles which constitute the alpha rays are deflected by a magnetic field, as if they were positively charged. The deflection in the magnetic field becomes less as the product mv over e becomes greater, m being the mass of the particle, v its velocity, and e its charge. The cathode rays of radium are but slightly deflected, because their velocity is enormous. They are, on the other hand, very penetrating, because each particle has a very small mass, together with a great velocity. But particles which, with an equal charge and a less velocity, have a greater mass, would be also only slightly influenced by the action of the field, and would give rise to very absorbable rays. From the results of Mr. Rutherford's experiments, this seems to take place in the case of alpha rays. The penetrating gamma rays appear to be of quite another nature and similar to Röntgen rays. We have now seen how complex a phenomenon is the radiation of radioactive bodies. The difficulties of investigation are increased by the question as to whether the radiation undergoes a merely selective absorption on the part of the material or whether a more or less radical transformation little is so far known with regard to this question if the radiation of radium be regarded as containing rays both of the cathode and Rontgen species it might be expected to undergo transformations in traversing screens it is known firstly that cathode rays emerging from a crookes tube through an aluminium window are greatly scattered by the aluminium and further that the passage through the screen entails a diminution of the velocity of the rays in this way cathode rays with a velocity equal to one point four times ten to the ten centimeters lose ten per cent of their velocity in passing through zero point zero one millimeters of aluminium secondly cathode rays on striking an obstacle give rise to the production of rontgen rays Thirdly, Röntgen rays, on striking a solid obstacle, give rise to the production of secondary rays, which partly consist of cathode rays. The existence, by analogy, of all these preceding phenomena may therefore be predicted for the rays of radioactive substances. In investigating the transmission of polonium rays through a screen of aluminium, m becquerel observed neither the production of secondary rays nor any transformation into cathode rays i endeavoured to demonstrate a transformation of the rays of polonium by using the method of interchangeable screens two superposed screens e one and e two being traversed by the rays the order in which they are traversed should be immaterial if the passage through the screens does not transform the rays If, on the contrary, each screen transforms the rays during transmission, the order of the screens is of moment. If, for example, the rays are transformed into more absorbable rays in passing through lead, and no such effect is produced by aluminium, then the system lead-aluminium will be more opaque than the system aluminium-lead. This takes place with Röntgen rays. My experiments show that this phenomenon is produced with the rays of polonium. The apparatus employed was that of figure eight. The polonium was placed in the box CCCC and the absorbing screens of necessity. Very thin were placed upon the metallic sheet T screens employed aluminium 0.01 millimeter brass 0.005 millimeter current observed Seventeen point nine screens employed brass zero point zero zero five millimeter aluminium zero point zero one millimeter current observed six point seven screens employed aluminium zero point zero one tin zero point zero zero five current observed one hundred and fifty screens employed Tin 0.005 mm, aluminium 0.01 mm, current observed 125. Screens employed Tin 0.005 mm, brass 0.005 mm, current observed 13.9 Screens employed Brass 0.005 millimeter, tin 0.005 millimeter, current observed 4.4. The results obtained prove that the radiation is modified in passing through a solid screen. This conclusion accords with the experiments in which, of two similar superposed metallic screens, the first is less absorbent than the second. From this it is probable that the transforming action of a screen increases with the distance of the screen from the source. This fact has not been verified, and the nature of the transformation has not been studied in detail. I repeated the same experiments with a very active salt of radium, the result was negative. I only observed insignificant variations in the intensity of the radiation transmitted with interchange of the order of the screens. The following system of screens were experimented with aluminium thickness 0.55 millimeters, aluminium thickness 0.55 millimeters, aluminium thickness 0.55 millimeters, aluminium thickness 1.07 millimeters aluminium thickness zero point five five millimeters aluminium thickness one point zero seven millimeters aluminium thickness zero point one five millimeters aluminium thickness zero point one five millimeters aluminium thickness zero point one five millimeters platinum thickness zero point zero one millimeters lead Thickness zero point one millimeters. Tin thickness zero point zero zero five millimeters. Copper thickness zero point zero five millimeters. Brass thickness zero point zero zero five millimeters. Brass thickness zero point zero zero five millimeters. Platinum thickness zero point zero one millimeters. Zinc thickness 0.05 millimeters, lead thickness 0.1 millimeters. The system lead-aluminium was slightly more opaque than the system aluminium-lead, but the difference was not great. Thus, I was unable to discover an appreciable transformation of the rays of radium. However, in various radiographic experiments, M. Becquerel observed very intense effects due to scattered or secondary rays emitted by solid screens which received radium rays. Lead seemed to be the most active substance in this respect. End of section 7